This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning. It is Thursday, April 21st. You are listening to a bonus episode of the College Football Daily. I am your host, Lance Glenn. We came to you last Thursday previewing the biggest spring games of this past Saturday, and now we are back to look at six of the biggest ones this weekend. Busy weekend of spring games for sure. Joining me to discuss the games is 24-7 Sports National College Football Analyst Blake Brockermeyer. Blake, how are we doing, man? Thanks so much for coming on again and joining me. I'm great. Good talking football with you again. So before we start, as I mentioned last week, I'll mention it again this week. It's a busy weekend of spring games upcoming. I wish we were able to hit on them all because we definitely left some good ones out. And I want everyone to remember not to look too deeply into what you see during the spring game. Obviously, this is all base stuff. It's a lot of vanilla. No team is going to really open up their playbook and show a lot of what you will see during this season. So with that being said, Blake, today we're going to hit on six games, Texas, Oklahoma, LSU, USC, Ole Miss, and Notre Dame. I want to hit on the first four programs with new coaches. And let's begin out West with Lincoln Riley and USC. So outside of Riley, so many new faces in Southern California. When you look forward to USC's game on Saturday, do you have your eyes on some of these new faces or are you focused on some of the returnees coming back for Lincoln Riley's team? I think mostly the new faces for me. I think they've done a nice job in the transfer portal of, of filling some spots. I think USC is a team that's probably not going to look like a finished product this year and might not even be in 2023, but I think the future is bright at USC. Defensively, I want to see what their defensive line looks like. I know Corey Foreman probably didn't have the year that he was hoping to have last year. He's one of the top recruits in the 21 class. A lot of talent, and the sky's the limit for that kid. But I want to see who else on on the edge for them can get to the quarterback, You know what else they have, what they look like, and then inside and the interior of their defensive line, they've got two returning starters, and, you know, do they have depth? Do they have enough depth to rotate guys? Uh, you can't just play, you know, four or five guys the whole game. So what, what's their depth look like? And then on the back end, they lost five guys to transfer or graduation. So uh, DB, I think, has got some real questions for them. You know, they've got Blackman from Colorado, who's got a ton of experience in the Pac-12. And they've got McCutcheon, who came from OU. So they've got some guys that played a little bit. And, you know, they'll probably be plug and play guys. But who else they got? What does their their secondary look like? Their defense wasn't great last year. And then offensively, obviously, everyone wants to see Caleb Williams. You know, that's the the big name. I mean, everybody kind of knows what he can do. And then they've got two great transfers. They brought in Travis Dye from uh, Oregon and Austin Davis from Stanford. Both of those guys were starters and had productive careers at their previous school. So I think their running back room uh, should be pretty decent. Want to see what those guys look like. And then uh, their offensive lines got two experienced starters back at center and left tackle. And then they've got some playmakers at wide receiver and Mario Williams, Gary Bryant Jr. and uh, Washington coming back. So like who else they got? You know, what's their depth look like? And I think it's going to be exciting to kind of see right off the bat what they look like. So now let's move on to Oklahoma. Of course, they and USC 
now connected for a variety of reasons. We don't obviously have to get into those, but Brent Venables first spring game as a head coach, he had to replace a lot of pieces this offseason, I think was able to do that and put OU in a really solid position heading into next year. Where will your attention be when the Sooners take the field on Saturday? It'll be on defense mostly. I think the defense at Oklahoma was a huge disappointment last year, specifically their secondary. They just never, for some reason, put it all together defensively at Oklahoma. They had a lot of talent, but it didn't translate to the field over the last few years. Hootie Washington's a cornerback that I've got my eyes on, and Trey Morrison's a transfer from North Carolina who's got a lot of reps there. Uh, not a huge guy, but a guy that, that I think can play some different positions for them. Uh, and then Ethan Downs is a young defensive uh, end for them. I think he t- makes the jump this year and, and you know, turns it up a notch for them on the edge. And then also kind of his counterpart would be Marcus Stripling, a guy that was a highly recruited kid uh, a few years ago. He's kind of in his last year at Oklahoma. So can those guys get after the quarterback? I think Oklahoma's uh, pass rush is going to be improved. And I'm looking forward to to seeing what their defense looks like. And then offensively, obviously, Dylan Gabriel. I mean, what's he going to look like? I think he's one of the best deep ball throwers in all of college football. Throws a really nice ball. Uh, Him and Levy, you know, what's that combination going to look like with them? I think it's going to be really good for them, better than a lot of people think. And then Eric Gray last year was a guy that shared carries with Kennedy Brooks. I like this kid. He came from Tennessee. He's kind of at the end of his college career now and has some has some nice jump cuts that he does. And so, will he be the guy? Will he split carries again? You know, what's their running back situation going to look like on Saturday? So, Blake, two more with new head coaches. Brian Kelly at LSU, 30 signees in the 2022 class. Blake, 30, 15 out of high school and a whopping 15 transfers. A couple notable names, Joe Fusha from Arkansas, Noah Kane from Penn State, Jaden Daniels from Arizona State, Makai Wingo from Missouri, 11 others, frankly, that I haven't mentioned. A lot a lot of new faces in Baton Rouge. What are you looking for from Brian Kelly and the Tigers this weekend? Yeah, you'll need a roster when you go to their game to figure out who's on their team because they turned over 90% of their coaching staff and 40% of their team already. So honestly, for me, I I think Brian Kelly's done an amazing job just to kind of put together a roster. I mean, everything came together so late for him. And uh, they've done a nice job going through the portal and and putting some pieces together. The thing that stands out to me when I look at LSU's team on paper is their defensive line. It has a ridiculous amount of depth and talent. You've got Gay Smith. Uh, Ojolari, Roy, uh, Guillory, among a bunch more. There's many more names. Those, but the, their D line's got a chance to win some games for them this year. So I think if I'm an LSU fan, I hang my hat on my D line, which can help your secondary, uh, which which has got some holes to fill. Uh, so I, I'm I'm really looking at that to be a, a, a maybe if not you know one of the strongest units in the country, the strongest unit in the country, uh, along with Clemson. And then I'm looking at offensively, they've got a freshman in Will Campbell who looks like he's going to start at left tackle, which that would be pretty amazing to see that uh, right, out, right out of the jump for uh, at LSU. And then John Emery at running backs, a guy that missed last season due to some uh, interesting circumstances, but he's back and I think he's going to have a chance to have a huge year. And then Brian Thomas Jr. was one of the top wide receivers in the 21 class and uh, he kind of got his feet wet last year, made some plays. I look for him to make the jump and uh, have a really big season this year. 
So let's round out the four programs with new head coaches. Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame. They have a couple key positions they need to replace. Two notably, safety Kyle Hamilton, likely to be a top 10 pick. And of course, Jack Cohn moving on at quarterback. When you check out the blue gold game this Saturday, what's got your attention for the Fighting Irish? Well, I was really hoping to, to, to watch the quarterback battle. You know, they've got Tyler Buckner and Drew Pine kind of battling out to see who's, who the starter is. And Buckner is not going to play. He's got an ankle injury. So that battle is going to go on into the, the fall like all these quarterback battles are. I mean, obviously, th- these coaches aren't dumb enough to name a starter and have another have the other backup quarterback transfer. So they're going to – no one's going to name a starter unless it's just really obvious. So that was something I was hoping to see. And then, uh, no, you know, Notre Dame's got – some issues. They've got, you know, one of the best, if not the best tight end in the country, Michael Meyer, who's who's just a complete stud, will be a first round pick after the season. But then other than him, their wide receiver room and even really their tight end room is not overly impressive. They've got a couple of guys coming back from injury and Avery Davis and Wilkins, who I look to, you know, p- potentially step up at wide receiver. Lorenzo Styles is another wide out that's got a chance to 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 make you know name for himself this year at Notre Dame. So I, I look for for those three guys to make a big jump this year uh, offensively and then defensively. You know, their Notre Dame's going to their head coach is a defensive guy. You know, Freeman's a stud. So the depth on their defensive line's a little bit concerning to me. And then I'm curious too, like how multiple their defensive line will be. Will they always play a four-man front? Will they be, you know, mix in and out of a three-man front and a four-man front? So they won't show that on Saturday, but down the line, that's something I would look for at Notre Dame. And then the corner position uh, is is definitely something that I'm going to be keeping an eye on because Cam Hart's a proven guy that uh, I think is going to be, uh, have a great year for them. And then who's going to be opposite of him? You know, Clarence Lewis uh, had, a, had a rough Fiesta Bowl against... Uh, Oklahoma State. So they've got four or five young guys that can battle it out. And uh, that, that, that'll be something I'm, I'll keep an eye on, just kind of the depth at corner and the quality of play at corner for them. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
joined by 24-7 Sports National College football analyst Blake Brockermeyer. So let's head over to Austin now, the orange-white game for Texas. I know I'm most looking forward to watching Quinn Ewers. Obviously, he and Hudson Card still battling it out for the starting job in Steve Sarkeesian's second season. Is that what you're most looking forward to seeing with the Longhorns this Saturday? Yeah, that, that seems to be the main attraction. I mean, everybody wants to see Quinn Ewers, and uh, he's kind of the talk of you know college football, really. But uh, Hudson Card's a, a very good player as well, and uh, I think those two guys are going to have a have a nice battle. So it'll be curious, you know, be curious kind of how that goes with them. And I'm sure Coach Sark will keep the reps fairly even, so uh, they won't name a starter either. They'll keep that competition going through August. Uh, so that'll be uh, obviously all eyes will be on them. The guy that that's that you should be watching is is Xavier Worthy. I mean, this guy, you know, probably will win the Bolitnikov this year. This guy is a is a freak of nature. Uh, he's been having great practices this spring for them. And uh, the, the, but the guy that I'm really curious to see is is Isaiah Nayor, the the uh, Wyoming transfer. He's a bigger guy, bigger target that can be a nice compliment for Worthy. So offensively, I'm kind of looking at that. Their offensive line, I'm looking. Looking for improvement with them. They've got a huge class coming in uh, in in uh, the end of May, so I think that's not going to be quite a finished product. But but I, I look for improvement for them up front, and then defensively, uh, I'm looking for improvement on the defensive line as well. They've got most of the most of their bodies are, are there and, and participating through spring football. So I look to see improvement in the trenches, just being more physical. And then their secondary last year had some struggles. I mean, their whole defense had struggles, but their secondary uh, has got some new faces. Ryan Watts, an uh, Ohio State transfer. I'm looking forward to seeing him. Terrence Brooks, a true freshman that's turning some heads down there. And then uh, Deshaun Jameson didn't probably have the year that he wanted to have last year, but I've heard great things about him this spring. So those are kind of three names in the secondary that I'm keeping an eye on. So Blake, last one, let's go back to the SEC to finish it out. The annual Grove Bowl for Ole Miss. Lane Kiffin certainly not been shy giving his opinion this offseason. They're trying to replace Matt Corral, who's moving on to the NFL. Jackson Dart transferred in from USC and is right now battling Luke Aldmeyer for the quarterback job. They're also trying to continue progressing on defense as they have obviously have been the last few seasons. What do you have your on for Ole Miss this Saturday. Well, Ole Miss has got a lot of new faces as well. They hit the portal as good as anybody in the country did this year. Uh, but they've also got some returning players that uh, that I think are some guys to keep an eye on. Uh, two defensive linemen that 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 I'm really going to keep an eye on is Sed Johnson. He's an edge guy. I expect him to have a huge year. I kind of talked about him last year. Uh, he kind of came on late, uh, but I think this guy's going to have a big year. And then J.J. Pegues is a defensive tackle that hasn't played much for them. I'm hearing great things about him, and I expect him to have a, a, a big year for them uh, in the interior defensive line. And then uh, Tysheen Johnson is a safety that started as a freshman for them last year. I think he's going to make a jump for them and, and be a big-time playmaker for them on their back end. Offensively, you know, Ole Miss is going to be a problem just like they, they have been since Lane Kiffin's been there. The real difference for them this year is they have a first-round running back in Zach Evans, who is an absolute monster when he's on top of his game. So he's a guy that I'm going to keep an eye on. And then another guy that I'm not sure how well the country knows this guy, but 
Quinshawn Judkins is a running back who I'm hearing great things about. He's got exceptional vision, quickness, kind of a change of pace guy. So those, you know, the Ole Miss likes to kind of get, you know, run multiple backs. So I think they'll have a nice one-two punch there. And then Michael Trigg, a tight end from USC, I think is going to be a mismatch nightmare for Ole Miss. And I think, you know, he's a, he's a name to kind of keep an eye on. I know he's been kind of in and out of, of spring ball this year. I don't know how much he'll play. But he is a, a big time difference maker for them because they really haven't had a tight end at Ole Miss that have, has done much in a while. Six spring games, six of the biggest. There's many spring games upcoming this weekend, other than these Penn State, Baylor, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, Oregon, Utah, UCLA, among others as well. Blake, thanks so much for coming on, joining me and breaking down this weekend's spring games. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Make sure to follow Blake on Twitter at FW For Blake Brockermeyer, I am Lance Flynn. Thanks for listening to this bonus episode of the College Football Daily. Producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.